What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Yanni T. The priestess, never your mistress. Thank you for listening to Conversations with a Priestess. We do want to advise that this episode is for adults 18 and older because of the material that we will be talking about. If you are underage, please, please, please click off of this podcast and share with an adult in your life. Share it with your cousins, your older cousins, your aunts, uncles, your mom and dad, okay? Do that for me. So let's get into some tea and let's get into some dirty details. Live, love, and be free. Let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Yanni T. The priestess, never your mistress. Thank you all for your patience with conversations with the priestess. The priestess is back. A lot has been going on here lately, but thankfully, we have survived it. Um, 2020 was a year for the books, y'all. This pandemic, we lost so many great stars. Um, and 2021 started off good. I brought it in doing some rigorous activities, if you get what I mean. But I also brought it in and such a joy of life and happiness. Um, it was a little bit different, but everything is well so far. We're still in the pandemic. Um, one of the uh, things that I've been doing, I took a break at this time as I made some major transitions and I really took a break after my scare with COVID and just taking a break and really focusing on some other things including some music. I have new music coming. Get ready for the latest single that I'm doing called Leave You Alone. Many of you have heard me sing that on the Beagle Live app. And if you want to find me there, you can find me there at Yannick T Music because, honey, it be lit. It be lit over there. And I'm absolutely loving the response that I've been um, getting and things like that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a later episode. But everything has been well I am proud to say that as of January the 21st, 2021, we saw the installing of President Joseph Robinette Biden and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. And I'm so excited because this is a big deal. First off, we got that orange motherfucker out the house. Woohoo. And just in so many hundreds of days, there's been ex- executive orders to overturn that have been overturned overturned by the Biden administration, as per the Trump administration, and it has been one real motherfucking road. Now let's talk about this. I know we've all saw the riots that happened on January the sixth, and let me tell you, that morning started off like any other day. So I'm going to work that morning. I had to work. I went in at noon. I'm wrong. I had to open. I had to open. And I get to work. I said, oh, it's a lovely day. It's a lovely day. How in the hell are you? It's a beautiful day. So it was a beautiful day. And I'm sending a child in the car. I'm going to work on one of the little roads that I on rock on one of the roads where I live, I'm not going to give it, 
um, here in D.C. and goes by a little park. And I saw a man out there with the don't tread on me sign. Um, uh, Biden stole the election. All kind of crap. More so like, stop that still. No, you're just mad because your friend lost. Suck it up. You've been sucking the balls of this cult leader. Because if you think about it, the Trumpsters are actually like a motherfucking cult. They are worshiping this man. God help these souls. But I was on whatever. I didn't think nothing of it. I just thought because my understanding of the Electoral College and um, all the all of those individuals were to meet at the White House to confirm whether or not Joseph R. Biden won or lost the vote. And I didn't think nothing of it. You know, I expected that it'd be protest. Well, your girl gets ready to go further on her journey with the Lord going to work. And once I got on my turn to get to the interstate, this Caucasian lady is behind me and I noticed she's blowing, she's leaning in on the motherfucking horn. And I'm like, bitch, who's blowing that damn horn like that? And I look back. She is trying to get in between me and another car and she didn't have enough room. So she's blowing her horn at me. And I'm like, ma'am, if I go any further, I'm going to end up hitting, hitting this car in front of me and tapping this car. And I don't want to do that. Honey, my insurance. No, I don't want that, honey. So little Miss Tuff is sitting on the Muffet looking like she motherfucking constipated. Is sitting there landing on the horn and the light finally turns and it's a two-lane highway so it's several cars in the lane beside her and all of the cars are in my lane so she's behind me bobbing and weaving in and out of traffic like she's a motherfucking nascar driver and she keeps running up on me like she's gonna hit me i'm like this is crazy as fuck what the fuck is going on so we finally get on the interstate ramp and she passes me in the ramp Almost causing an accident, mind you. And she flies past me. She's just giving me the stern look. And I looked at her. And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, don't let your ancestors get your ass kicked, baby. Honey, don't let the racism make you get your ass, make you get your ass kicked. Because I will do it. So, the bitch flying off. And also finding before she could get on her exit, she got stopped behind a tractor trailer that was stuck on the motherfucking ramp. And I couldn't have laughed harder. So she knew I had to pass her. She kept her hands dead ahead. Bitch wouldn't even look at me. I was giving her the nastiest motherfucking middle finger. I ain't ashamed to tell it, bitch. I got her all the way together. And it was fun. I kept riding to work and didn't think anything of it. Just an angry woman going to work because she thinks she's better than everybody because she voted for Trump. Oh, well. So I get to work, listen to my music, listen to my Clark sisters, doing my affirmations and working on the law of attraction, all the type of shit. So, oh, when I get to work, I'm not even at work, but for a few hours, a couple of hours, I get to work. After working for a few hours, I get a text from my good friend and he says, Yanni, where are you? I said, I'm at work. I'm in Virginia. He said, girl, honey. DC on curfew. I said, why? What the fuck going on? They said, girl, you ain't been watching the news. I said, no, what's up? He said, honey, they done stormed the Capitol. I said, the fuck? I'm thinking, because it... it I said, what happened? They was like, I don't know. They um they had to evacuate um uh Vice President Mike Pence. I said, oh, some shit going on. I'm thinking if they had to evacuate him because of a health problem or active shooter, I didn't know. And so I started searching for the news app because I had my phone on Do Not Disturb. Then it comes up. Somebody walks in the store and says they done stormed the Capitol. I'm like, what the fuck? 
So I start watching live footage and I start praying and shit because I'm not a scary person. But the times that we're in, knowing what this orange motherfucker is capable of. And basically, they go in and storm the Capitol. Um, a few people got killed. One woman got shot. And the footage is, footage is online now. They also have foot uh, talked about certain people having health issues and dying. One man tased himself in the balls. And I'm trying to figure out how in the hell do you tase yourself in the balls repeatedly? But I guess with a taser, it's motherfucking easy to do. And that whole fallout from that. And now we're in a second impeachment trial for Donald Trump to see what we can do to get to get him at least charged and put in jail. You know, unable to use our taxpayer dollars for this bull shittery fucking affair that he's done for four years on us. And it's it's been a whole bunch of shit. It's been a whole bunch of shit a whole bunch of shit 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 whole bunch of shit whole bunch of shit so um i did have some news um the music community has lost one of the icons um who how am i going so the scottish producer sophie um, died in Athens, Greece at around 4 a.m. She was 34 years old. Um, she was um, part of the Transgressive and Future Classic label. They have listed her as per the DailyBeast.com. True to her her spirituality, she had climbed up to watch the full moon and accidentally slipped and fell. Um, this was in a car accident, I'm sorry, in a tragic accident. Sorry for that, y'all. Um, and this is a deep loss for pop music. And I listened to Sophie. Her music was just impeccable, so... My prayers go out to her friends and family and those that loved her. Um, also in other news, the black community, I'm not going to get emotional, and black Hollywood and the world itself lost an icon on this, on, um, on this week. Um, well, at the time of this recording, it's January 31st, but um, a few days ago, we lost the icon. Uh, the the one of the many women who birthed Hollywood as it is um, mind you we just celebrated her 96th birthday um, we lost the great primetime Emmy award winning Black Grill Award Screen Actors Guild Peabody Award Humanitarian awesome actress Mother Cicely Tyson um, what can I say about Mother Cicely Tyson, and I call her mother because she is black history. She is, oh my gosh, she's so many things. One of the first films I saw of hers was the Marva Collins story. And alone, they played this at night on TBS, and they would play the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. And those characters brought to life did something for me. And not only that, but seeing her in Sounder, with the late Paul Whitfield, that film spoke volumes and the take where she greets her husband after he's been locked up in jail. Um, please go check out that film sounder. That that take was so real, so so authentic. And from my understanding, when I watched the documentary about her on uh, concerning her in this film, it was stated that that was the first take and. When they took the take, it was so realistic that the 
people behind the cameras were crying at how real the scene was. And that is the caliber of actress that she is, that she was, that that has set a standard for Hollywood. And to see her with the likes of Viola Davis, um, Octavia Spencer, Tyler Perry, um, so many different people that she's acted along, uh, alongside. Mr. James Earl Jones himself, she has, she has taught, she has touched so many decades, so many generations with a career spanning over 50 decades, basically 50 decades if you look at it or more, let's say about seven decades, not 50 decades, but about five to seven decades. I'm sorry, y'all. This is what happens when you're gushing, but it's just real. It's real and raw of her that she is such a, an accomplished actress and just hearing how she made peace with something that happened. Um, just go watch her interview with Gail King. I'm not going to spoil it for you all. And I love the fact that she released her memoirs. Then a few days later, she went on to be an ancestor. And I must say she went from labor to reward and I am so grateful to have been able to experience her work, her anthropology, her voice. Just so excited about that. Just very excited, very excited. With that, I'm going to take a quick break. Here are some words from our sponsors. So check them out. Live, love and be free from the priestess smooches. What's going on, everybody? Happy holidays and happy Valentine's Day. Don't know what to get that special someone in your life. Or if you want to just get yourself something because you like me, a single bitch. Well, go on over to my store on Spreadshop and you will find the Confident Pussy Collection. Because even though you're single, honey, your pussy still pops severely. And honey, if you happen to not be single, but you know that you're an ethical hoe and you won't let any and everybody just in your life, honey, check out the Ethical Hoe Collection. That is available now at shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash Yanni Taylor. Girl, I'm telling you, we're shipping out in times for Valentine's Day. Honey, just go do your thing, honey. Just do your thing. Now, go ahead and shop till you drop. Live, love, and be free. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. So, many people have been wondering what the hell I have been watching. So, I haven't been with y'all since around December time, maybe November, who knows. But I did happen to stumble a, upon a Shonda Rhimes special of a treat. Um, I must say, Shonda Rhimes produced the hell out of this. I got to give it up to Miss Shondaland herself. And Disney don't know what they did when they fucked up and let her slip out of their hands. Because she done made Netflix some money and bought them the most watched show thus far in, in 2020, 2021 season. Like, it's even been renewed for a second season. So how what it centers around is basically a, how can I say this? It takes place in 1813, so you give you're giving a little bit of possible um, during colonization and different issues going on in the world at that time. But let's do this for TV's sake. So the drama centers around the Bridgerton family, um, Violet, who's um, a dowager of uh, Viscountess Bridgerton. Y'all correct me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Basically, her husband is deceased, 
and her four sons, Anthony, Benedict, Colin, and Gregory. And it centers around one particular daughter, Daph daughter Daphne, but it also includes her other sisters, Francesca, Hyacinth, Eloise, and the Featheringtons. Portia Lady Featherington and her husband, the Baron. Their daughters, Philippa, or Philippa, Prudence, and Penelope, and their cousin, Marina Thompson. And I'm not going to break the TV show down just yet, but you see a lot of black representation. And this is this is actually true um, for um, the Duke Simon Bassett, played by Regé Jean Page. And his grandmother, played by Adoja, Adjoa Andoa as Lady Danbury, you're seeing that, that story about black royalty, the royal moors, black moors so to speak, or black royalty of that time, which is not a really talked about fact. And it basically centers around them going to court, matching up for sakes of building the kingdom, marrying to have prestige and things like that. And we see the constant tug of war in that. And it is a great show because it gets down and dirty. It just wrecks your whole world. And I must say, Ray J. John Page, you get to see his bare ass in this one. You get to see his man part, well, his booty parts, and he has some nice feet. And you know, girls go, I, girl, I go up for that. But the acting is superb. It is superb. And I love Lady Danbury. Lady Danbury is a character in all of her stuff. And she's that strong black woman that's firm in what she wants. But she knows what's at stake for their estate, for their family lineage, because it's all about building wealth at this point. And it adds a little love story in it. But one thing I, I one person that I want to highlight in this is Miss Golda Rushevel as Queen Charlotte. Y'all check her out. Um, she's a Guyanese British actress and singer. She's mostly known for her theater work, which includes The Made by Fire and Jesus Christ Superstar, The Bill, um, actually these are films, The Bill, Sign of Witness, Lady Macbeth, different, different shows. She eats it in this. She eats it. And she's a woman of color at that. Guyanese at that, honey. Look, the fashion and the many wigs that the queen has is just to die for. And again, the acting is superb. So y'all, please go check out Bridgerton. I know y'all heard so much about it. But please check that out. And, and, and. Y'all, I don't know if y'all listened to this album. And I'm not going to play the music here because I don't want to get sued. But y'all, I got to give it up for Jasmine Sullivan and her album, Hotels. From the beginning with Bodies to Price Tag, to name a few songs on there. To Pick Up Your Feelings, which is one of the main singles when she says, pick up your feelings. Oh my gosh, she eats that alive. And I love the different tales from the different women, such as Amanda, Precious, Arby's Tale, Antoinette's Tale. Oh my God, Donna's Tale, Rashida's Tale, all of them. They are slang and really talking about sexual liberation with women. Yes. Using that confident pussy, y'all check out that line, to get what you want, but also wanting to fall in love. Also, the up and down side of playing the game or hurting someone and not realizing what you had. And then she talks about something very key, that toxic dick on, he put it down. She treats him like a king, but he still lived with his mama. If, if he asks her for money, she can't even say no. Honey, 
your girl has been through that. Your girl has been through that with toxic pain, honey, and toxic boo boo, uh, toxic good good, that toxic bussy. Okay, them been there through that, honey. And for real, we do really treat these people, ladies. I'm gonna talk to y'all real, okay, ladies and gents and everybody that date whatever you date. What I'm about to say is not limited to any gender, any gender or sexual orientation, honey. But just because they put it down. Don't mean that you should be with them. Just give them the benefits. Don't let them borrow no money, no nothing. You just get what you need. Because, honey, we didn't all mess with that toxic, toxic dick or that toxic coochie. And it made our stuff look unconfident at all. And the way that she navigates the song, it, you can just relate to it. Oh, my God. And I can relate to every song on here, really. Like, even pick up your feelings. I went through a break away to tell this man, look. I'm moving across town. You got to go. There's nothing between us. Pick up your feelings and keep moving on. I just had to tell my ex that you have to pick up your feelings and get up out my life because, honey, I got to cut you off. Okay. So this song is like relevant to my time of life and I'm relishing in it because I am a sexual liberated black queer trans woman and I love my life. And especially with price tag, price tag is my money manifestation song. That's what I use for my affirmations in the morning. But like, on it, on it, in my hands. And I like how she talks about basically using your wet and gushy to, to get the things that you want. To, to, now, the only thing is I have that problematic rap part by old boy Anderson. You know, yeah, I have a problem with that, but I'm going to move on. But the whole album is good. So, I really want y'all to pick that up y'all just pick the album up the album is good so girl honey sugar sugar honey boo boo just pick it up you won't regret this at all it will enrich your life okay this will enrich your life enrich your life and you know finding good music is a is an awesome thing now i must say honorable mentions and i love this person i love me some duran bernard y'all go check up check out his album duran the links to all of these things will be in the comment section um of this podcast um i like how he does an intro on his album and i love the audio visual work he features um the likes of this of ari lennox K Tronada and Anna Wise. All I'm going to say is I'm currently in the frame of mind at the time of this recording that if I know, if I know I'm not ready for a relationship, I'm like, don't you get stuck in love with me. Oh, please don't let the sun come up and you ain't have that kind of love. Duran Bernard eats that alive, honey. He eats that alive. And you know what? My I love Melody. Melody is my favorite song. And for me, I can just hear the message on the song. It's like finding one's identity, trying to figure out shit in life, and finding your own identity, as I said. And I love how it gives you a nice melody to it. And part of me feels like it's talking to 
a lover or talking to oneself because they may be closeted or it's something that they're hiding or something that they know they are. And it don't necessarily have to be sexuality or different things, but stuck, honey, that stuck resonates with me because I'm in a place to where I'm okay with friends with benefits, but don't fall in love with me because I ain't ready for that yet. And I'm still on this journey of healing and trying to figure out who the hell the priestess is. Because, honey, it is necessary for me to figure out where I'm going, what I'm doing, because where I'm going, everybody can't go with me. But anyway, speaking of going places, one of the other tracks that you need to listen to on the Durand album is Relocate. All I'm going to say is dick so good, make a bitch relocate. That's all I'm going to say. So y'all go check that out. Go check that album out. You will not, not, not. You will not regret listening to that album. I'm telling you. It is fire and it is ferocious. So please go check out Duran by Duran Bernard. And in other news, this is going to piss some people off tonight. This is going to piss some people off for real. So I'm sure many of you all has have seen the news, have seen the viral video of a nine-year-old in Rochester, New York. So the young lady, from my understanding, witnessed a fight between her parents, her mom and her father. And her her mother was, it got so violent and I'm like cutting it down. I'm gonna send y'all some articles on that. Check the um, notes, the show notes for everything that I put in there. But the nine-year-old happened to have a mental breakdown because of an issue at home and I'm not going to go into the whole spiel like a couple of YouTubers did um, it, it, it it irked my soul to see this and it I'm going to have a link to it warning if you watch the video trigger warning for this so Mayor Lovely Warren um, is giving us a whole bunch of nonsense um, so basically they released the video cam on Sunday and the girl's basically in distress and the girl stated that she was suicidal and she wanted to kill herself and she wanted to also kill her mom. Um, and she tried to run away and she started calling for her father. And it's so funny. This came almost a week after mayor Warren lovely said her bullshit and said that it will be it, that this person in crisis team will provide a compassionate non-law enforcement emergency response, which we see that they lie. And the girl, you could hear in the video an officer say, officer, tell this girl, why are you acting like a child? And the little girl is like, wait, I am a child. So I'm like, girl, wait a minute. How? What's up? What's up with that? What's up with that? You're telling a nine year old to stop acting like a child when they're a fucking child. Like, for real, is that how we're doing? Is that how we're fucking doing in this day and age? And it pissed me off because we know that with black preteens and teens, they're already looked at as adults. They're looked at as older than what they really are. And they're automatically perceived, perceived a threat, which is so racist and rooted in white supremacy. And I'm going to call it out. And the fact that we have a child saying she is suicidal and she's nine, year, nine years old. Why does that warrant the aggression of you tossing this child around? 
pepper spraying this child. You're further traumatizing this child and adding to an unnecessary cycle of madness and dysfunction. She's already coming from a dysfunctional home because the mom and dad can't seem to get along and it's a big mess. So you're further exciting her trauma by pepper spraying her. And they didn't say a whole bunch on this at first, but I'm like, dude, come on, come on. Like, what were you thinking? Pepper spraying a nine year old, like what the entire fuck? And my read is to that police officer for spraying that. And the mother has made a response, which I'm not going to read. I want you all to check it out, but I'm going to have some links in the show notes for this particular episode. So y'all go and check that out. But bitch, I am fuming. Also in other news, um, at, at this point, a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure that you heard about this incident that took place in Harlem. Um, about a week or so ago, and this is going to this is going to really have me go off for for a second. So. This woman. I have two things that came out of Harlem and in no way am I trying to. Um, you know, bash Harlem. I'm just saying about the different things that are going on in the world today. So, a couple of, about a week and a half ago, um, a woman who has not been identified. She was shopping at a West Harlem store. And these men came up to her and offered to pay for her wine. And she simply said no. She politely declined. She just wanted to go pick up her child. And she says, I couldn't believe it. It was like an animal. That's the only way I can put it. It was like an animal. These men attacked this woman for simply saying no to her. And she tried to get her phone. And they took her phone away and stole it, of course. And they beat her so to where one of the guys tried to bite her eye out. And they arrested one of the guys for that. But I want to know, can y'all please fill me in? Why is it that they think it's cool to attack a woman because she said no? Like, man, you are a black man. You you are supposed to protect this particular woman, the black woman at that. But you didn't. So what what the fuck were you were you thinking, dude? Like, were you thinking at all? You weren't thinking you was doing your own thing acting stupid and just and I, I it's not even that he's doing his own thing and I'm just ranting at this point but it's the fact that a woman said no from my understanding if a woman says no that means move the hell on that means leave me alone let me breathe you know I'm not interested but like why would you attack a, a black woman at that a black queen because she's not interested. You deserve to have your ass been. And this goes back to how men are taught about women's bodies. Young boys, young men, young women. Like, value the woman's body. Why are you going to sit there and trash the black woman because she don't want you? Are you that butt hurt? Like, for real, my nigga. Like, for real, you that butt hurt. What's, what's going on with that? What's going on with that? And I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And what's crazy as a woman of trans experience, I have had experience with these type of guys to where when you reject them, you get called a stupid hoe, a dumb bitch, or a nigga in a wig. They will say that type of stuff when you say no to them. And I want y'all to check out uh, 
Taraji P. Henson's um, her web series on Facebook. And I want to thank everyone who shared this with me. Um, this is this is part one of episode eight. Um, and I, I love the fact that she did this. It was on her episode eight, part one of Peace of Mind on Facebook. I'm going to post the link to part one of this in my show notes. So y'all, the episode is great. The episode is great. I got to, I have to hand it to Taraji P. Henson and she interviewed four trans women and they talked about their experiences in dating, existing as a trans woman, living as a trans woman. And one of the things that made me cry was that one of the guests, she stated that Every day she wakes up wondering, is this going to be my last day on this earth? Because I may be killed simply for existing. And the comments were ruthless on this, y'all. The comments were real ruthless. We had one child that had the audacity to comment. She was like, well, these trans girls be out there tricking people. They don't be telling them this too. And it was saying, she was like, I've heard stories. And somebody said, well, asked her, did she know of any trans people? She never answered the question. She was like, you don't know who I know, where I know them from. Baby, we asked, do you know of any trans people? Because obviously you don't. Or you may know a trans person, but they're living in stealth to protect their safety. And this adds to the narrative that, oh, trans people are tricking folks. No, we're not tricking nobody. These individuals seek trans people out to fulfill some kind of fetish. And then they get upset. They get upset when the person turns them down or does not even that, but they also get upset when they're found out because they feel as if their masculinity is challenged. Is your masculinity that fragile that you would have to kill somebody over something that you like? That's a self-hatred thing. And I hate that society and religion has demonized sexuality and just common human things so bad. Like that irks my nerves that that is happening. And there's so many things to unpack with that. And I want y'all to just check that out. Just check that out. Just check that out, y'all, because it's going to bless your life. It's going to bless your life. It's going to bless your life. So let's take a step back. Your girl is going to be back. Here's a word from our sponsors and some church announcements. It's Valentine's Day, and I know many of you all are just wishing this coronavirus pandemic would be over with. So you're wondering what to do, what you're going to get done to your hair, girl. Get your bundles with Maven, okay? Get your bundles with the priestess. I'm telling you, this will add that little spice back up in your life, okay? You can change your wig, make him feel like you're cheating with Maven. So they're shipping out for Valentine's Day. So shop with the priestess. You can go to my special website, priestessbeauty.maven.com. And we have free shipping and you can get a nice little discount on bundles, on lace fronts. And I'm talking about virgin hair. I'm pro I'm talking about Peruvian, wet wavy, whatever you want, honey. Get it and make your booth say, oh, for Valentine's Day with Maven. So go to priestessbeauty.maven.com. Check the show notes. Love, love and be free. Holla at your girl. And we're back again. So... Many people have been asking why I stopped doing the Facebook and YouTube lives. Lives, rather. I'm glad that y'all y'all asked. So I have changed over to a new platform called Bego Live. Bego Live is where I do a weekly talent show every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
and I advise you all to download the app. It is a great app. Um, and if you're interested in learning how to make money from Bigo, get in my DMs. I'll provide all of my contact information below. I want y'all there. Fair and square. Oh, yes, I do. And this serves as a way that you can actually make money for yourself and live happy and network because I have made some awesome networks. And that leads me to the next thing. I will be releasing some music on March the 15th, which is my birthday. I'm getting the tracks in on this week. Um, and it's a very special track. I premiere a lot of new music on Beagle, so y'all can catch me there. I'll put all of the links in my show notes, okay? And I'm just so godly excited about it, as I say. And also, check me out on YouTube. That is youtube.com forward slash Yannick S. Taylor. My, uh, everything is in the show notes if y'all need all of that. So go check it out. But I did a video on this topic that I'm getting ready to talk about now. And let's discuss fighting the side piece. Okay? Let's talk about that. So many of us have found ourselves in places where we have been cheated on by someone and we found out who the side chick was and of course you know how us girls do we'll fight over a man we will really fight over a man that we know ain't no good for us okay so what what we often do we fight the side piece when in reality we should be fighting the person that's cheating instead of fighting the side piece and the reason why is, number one, you and the side piece need to be whooping his ass because, and there's a lot to unpack with that. Y'all should be whooping his ass because he's making y'all look damn stupid, okay? He's playing the both of y'all. He telling her, oh, it don't mean nothing. Or they telling the side piece, oh, it don't mean, um, they ain't nothing. It's over with. But then they telling you, oh, it don't mean nothing when you know good and goddamn well that they are lying, okay? You know good and goddamn well that they lying. Like, for real, like, honey, you gonna sit there and play me to my face? Like, for real, for real, for real. Like, girl, don't do that, honey. Don't do it. And what kills me, and if y'all wondering what I'm opening up, I am opening up some Moon Rock, cho Moon Rock Chocolates. You can go to MoonRockChocolates.com. You can find them on social media, Moon Rock Chocolates, on all media outlets. They're gonna be in the comment section. Um, they have some delectable edible if you get what i mean chocolates mm, and i just bit into it and it is good so tell them that your girl yanni sent you okay okay now back to this we sit there and want to fight the side piece and we sit there when y'all should be fighting the person that's cheating because he's playing both 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 of y'all okay he's playing both of y'all but my thing is why would we fight the side piece over a piece of shit nigga anyway? Please make it make sense. Please make it make sense. I don't understand why we got to fight the side piece. To me, for real, y'all, it's not worth it. It is not worth fighting the side piece. And I've been there where I fought the side piece who happened to be my best friend. And it wasn't even about him. It was about the fact that you knew what this man was doing. You knew this man was trash. And I don't want to hear that, oh, somebody else's trash is somebody else's treasure. No. When a person is trash, they are trash, and they're going to be trash until they decide to heal themselves. This nigga was trash, and he was dating my best friend. And I found out about it after the fact that we broke up. And the fact that my, my supposed-to-be best friend covered it up under, oh, 
it just happened within the last couple of months baby we just broke up two months ago so y'all had to already been talking and already been fucking beforehand and don't try to play me for stupid i'm a lot of things but stupid ain't one of them okay i was born on a day but it wasn't yesterday and that's all i'm saying i was born at night but i wasn't born last night and we started this war and my best friend was like, girl, don't be fighting the side piece. You need to fight the dude. And my best friend was like, to be honest, you need to walk away from both of them instead of fighting them because that's a waste of energy. Honey, when you start fighting over a man, fighting the side piece over a man's attention, baby, you look like a damn fool and you're wasting energy. You are not protecting your energy. Mm -mm. Stop fighting the side piece. It is not worth fighting the side piece. I feel my help coming on now. Stop fighting the side piece. Obviously, the person that you're with does not value you. They really don't want to be bothered with you in that way because they're finding something else. They're finding someone else or they're doing someone else and they're doing it behind your back. Like, come on, sweetie. And I know it hurts. Granted, yes, it does hurt when you find out that they're cheating on you and it's even more hurtful when it's somebody that's close to you that's doing it. I don't care who it is or what it is. Instead of fighting them, just walk away, honey. Walking away will help your life and it's going to ease your burden when you walk away. Just walk the fuck away. There's no need to fight them. There's no need to whoop ass. You let it go. Let it go. And what kills me in this is that the side piece actually has no remorse. A lot of times they don't have remorse. And sometimes they know that this person has a significant other, but they don't care. They want what they want by any means necessary. And I have a real major problem with that. And I don't knock anybody for what they do. I'm not shaming anyone. But me personally, I could not be a side piece because I've been there, done that. And it did nothing for me. I was a side piece of someone that I was employed with. And back then I wasn't an ethical hoe. I'm just saying I was not an ethical hoe. Which we're going to talk about that on another episode. I was not an ethical hoe. And I was kind of close with this person's wife. And I slept with what was hers. And granted... Nobody knew about it, but a woman always knows when her man is cheating. Mind you, I was young and dumb. I was like in my 20s at the time, so don't hold it again. Her husband and I, yes, we did have a little situationship going on and it lasted a few months. However, I had to let it go because it was beginning to be too much. He was being too clingy and I didn't want people asking questions because at that time I was venturing into to another area of my life and he was coaching me on how to do certain tasks within the job description that I had for another place that I was the head honcho of, if y'all get what I mean. And some things happen and I end up leaving that job. And I get a phone call one day out of the blue. And she asked me point blank and period, was I sleeping with her husband? And I could not answer her. I could not answer her and... Lord, forgive me. I lied and said no. I lied and said no. And you know, here on the Conversations with the Priestess podcast, we're going to tell the truth. I said no because I didn't want that stink with her. And I didn't want her fighting me over something that her husband did, you know. 
And me being young and dumb, you know, young and dumb, we make that we make the dumb decision that we're going to take somebody from their partner. But you can't take nobody from what's theirs. You can't take nobody from their man or their woman. That person willingly goes with you. And I want the people to stop saying, oh, I took her man. No, baby, you just a casualty of a disagreement that they're having. That man don't love you. You're just the jump off. You're just the thing to get his rocks off. And that's what I want. That's what I want these kids to understand. You don't have to be the side piece. You really don't. You do not have to be the side piece. You can just move on with your life. And if you know somebody's shooting you shit, call them out on their shit. I don't understand why people don't want to do that. I don't understand. And I will never understand it. Like, why would you be comfortable being someone's second opinion, being someone's option? Like, that's how I feel a side piece is. Now, if it's an open relationship or a polyamorous thing, I can see where you wouldn't mind being you know, one of two love interests. Nothing wrong with that or one of many love interests. But if you agree to that, that's different. But I'm talking about that sneaky cheating stuff, you know, where you sneaking with the deacon and, you know, just crazy shit, like for real. I, I never understood the point in fighting the side piece. Like that's toxic. And in 2021, let's just release all of the bullshit. And that's all I have to say on that. So again, y'all, thank y'all for listening in. I just want to say also on Fridays, I will be releasing a short story, an audio drama that I wrote called Unwanted. Um, It was featured on my podcast, Black, Trans, and Beautiful, but I'm featuring it here. Chapter one is already out, so I'm now going to do um, chapter two on here. So look out for that on this coming Friday. So with that... Please don't forget to support me by going to the Ko-Fi page, sharing and subscribing and leave us a review. So live, love and be free from the priestess.